0: I remember when they told me There was nothing for me No hopes to keep on dreaming And I was way past 30 I sat in my room And I began to cry Then caught myself again Said I would upgrade my life I'm gonna upgrade my life I'm gonna upgrade my life Could never do it without my tribe i'm gonna upgrade my life welcome to the dr d inspire upgrade my life and biz podcast where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals Alana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, and you are in for a treat. Now, every year, we have a number of times where we decide to have what we call IWBCC pop-ups. And in this podcast, I want to bring you right into the room, pretend that you're sitting there virtually with me. I want to thank every single person who took part in the IWBCC pop-up as we kickstart an unrecognizable year. Some of the things that you'll hear us talk about are things that pertain to sharing our boss, or like I like to call it, sharing our genius. The other things you will hear is uh, some actual reflection from some of the deep dive we have had uh, in this given webinar and masterclass. If you'd like to learn more about being in the room with us, make sure you visit us at ToljiSpark.com. I can't wait to virtually connect. Let's deep dive. Dr. Lana DeGrasse here, president of Turning On The Lights Global Institute. And I want to let you know that this podcast is going to be very informative for you and also very encouraging because you know what? Sometimes you just need that moment to upgrade without apology. I want to remind you to think of yourself as someone who is consistently under construction. This is your day. This is your hour. Nothing can stop you and nothing can hold you. This is your moment. Go ahead and grab a pen and your notebook because I love making sure that I'm giving you some juicy material that you can ponder on and actually sit down and take notes with so you can take what I call moments to have incubation. We've got so much going on in 2023 already. I mean, I can't believe we're already in March. And we finally came out of the pandemic. And with millions of individuals who are no longer with us in that interesting time, and with so many people going back to work, and still the 4.4 million people who left jobs trying to figure things out, we may feel overwhelmed by all that is in store for what is ahead. Did I even mention that Web 3.0 is upon us? I mean, we've left the Web 2.0 world, which is meaning that things are responsive and we're engaging with online information and we're decoding as much as we're encoding when it comes to communication, but things will continuously move forward. And one of the things I've noticed is that many people are aware that this shift is happening. Many people realized after the pandemic that they had to have some type of online program service or offer some kind of hybrid model that offered both on ground and offline solutions so that people could tap into their uh, given businesses. Right. But one of the things I want to talk about today is a little bit with regards to procrastination, but also talking about how to get out of that rut you might fall in. You know, it's common and many people understand that, you know, when it comes to running a business, when you are either a solopreneur or a newpreneur or even shifting where you are in business, you have to give yourself permission to fail. You have to give yourself permission to be tired. You have to give yourself permission to ask for help. And you have to give yourself permission to digest new information, download that information process that information, and figure out how that information can be useful for you. You know, I want to talk about something, you know, a lot of times we'll say or hear someone say, well, if if so and so wanted to reach that given goal, they would have done it by now. Or if she were really taking it seriously, she would have accomplished those goals, or he would have accomplished those goals right now. But can I just be honest in saying, sometimes we may not even tell ourselves the truth about where we are when it comes to certain aspects of what we're doing. You know, I was sitting and talking with a young man and he was telling me that, you know, he had to come to realize that even though he thought he should have been further in his career, that he had to take an honest introspective look at the things that he actually did to get to that goal or not to get to it. And he said he just beat himself up about it because he just didn't know why, with all of his knowledge, why he hadn't executed in the way he thought he should have. And that skewed his perception. He also talked about how he recognized that it was a time where he had to really learn about the things that were important to him and even the things that he wanted to be uh, involved in. And, you know, that leads me to thinking about why do many companies fail within the first five years? So sometimes we may join group coaching programs and the person leading that event or challenge or workshop or course may be telling you, right, all of the things that you need to do. But what often goes unsaid is their plight to get there. Sometimes they may only be telling you things from the mountaintop and they're not necessarily talking to you about how they had to get ready for the wins, right? They had to set up their back end system. They had to understand what CRMs are and how to really put together their database. And they there was a learning curve that they had to experience, especially if they didn't have a huge team. And a big one that I've noticed is that you know, even sometimes, as we are growing in solopreneurship or entrepreneurship, people also don't talk about how yes, you are wearing many hats in the beginning. Because if you had a if you had a a full budget to hire a, a huge team to delegate all these tasks, you would have done it. So one of the big things that I think often goes um, unnoticed or often is not explained in all of these big challenges and deep dives is the simple fact that there are just some things you have to be prepared for as an entrepreneur. Not only do you have to show up and have passion for what you're doing, but you actually have to make room to fail. You actually have to make room to see the things that you are not the strongest in and say, I may not need to I may not need to know everything about an Excel spreadsheet, but I need to know how to use it for my business. I may not need I may not know everything about accounting, but I need to have the bare bones in place. I need to do the most basic things like set up a business account or sign up with a tool like uh, Wave or any of the other accounting tools or QuickBooks, so that I can understand cash flow coming in and cash flow going out. And not only that, I need to understand how I want to operate. You know, everyone that wants to meet with you does may not necessarily uh, be your ideal person. And also, you don't have to say yes to every meeting that someone is requesting of you. You know, there are a lot of ways to, you know, get to the core of your service and your business. And so I've just noticed that after the pandemic, of course, we saw a slew of online programs and services and coaching programs. And I find it interesting, too, that in some of these programs, you may not even see the person who's actually leading the actual course. It might be somebody else or an administrative assistant actually um, kind of, you know, being a parrot for that actual coach and actually you are left, unfortunately, missing out on how you can actually build your business. And so what ends up happening is that people opt into a gazillion things. They've got 40 emails in the morning and none of them really deal with what they need and they often will feel lost, enrolled in a lot of things, and not seeing results. Woo, I just said a whole lot right there. So, when we move from that tech uh, overwhelm, just in general, of just getting our business off the ground, then we have other things that we have to deal with when it comes to procrastination. And so, I wanna talk about some of this. So, the first one is you know, we procrastinate from doing the things that either, you know, we don't feel strong enough in. Like we might be strong in a given skill set, but we may not be strong in actually talking about who we are in that gives, in that skill set. And it's funny because I was listening to um, someone today, I was giving a workshop and this woman said, well, I don't really feel like It's important for people to know all of the degrees that I have. I don't really feel like it's important for them to hear about all of my accolades because I just want them to know and understand me from the work that I do. But one thing I had to share with her, and I'll share with you, is that yes, I understand that sense of humility where you don't necessarily want to showboat all of the things that you have acquired from going to school. But in another sense, when someone who has no knowledge of you knows nothing about who you are, how else would they know that you qualify for being able to help them? It's almost like going to a doctor's office and saying, hey, I I just want Joe Schmo to help me out. I don't know if he has the degrees or not to help me or the the competencies to carry this out, but I need my ankle to be fixed. Well, you know what? You You would more likely look up that doctor that's going to support you look to see what background he or she has and then say oh no I can trust this person based upon what I learned about how they went and studied this for so many years right and so with many of the clients I deal with You guys are already leaders and experts and specialists in your own right, anywhere from seven to 52 years doing what it is that you do so well. So, I need you to take off that shy mask that you have on. And I need you to actually share with people around you that you have this awesome business, that in 2023, you know, you're growing your business and really describe to them how that's going to be, how what you've been doing is going to be so different this year. Or maybe you haven't even thought about that. But one of the things I love doing, for example, is sometimes when I'm coaching one of my clients, I will look at what they have done up to that given point. We'll talk about where they would like to go, and then we'll really look at what's right in front of them. Did you know that a lot of times, you know, sometimes we think this big answer for what we need in terms of scaling our revenue or growing our business or letting others know what we need to do. Sometimes it's not it's not so such a far reach. Sometimes there are solutions for you to scale right in front of you. There are people you've you've already worked with and helped. There are organizations that you are associated with and one of the first things I would ask you to do is really Jot down, you know, how did 2022 go? What were some of the wins you had in 2022? And think about some of those people you have helped or people who purchased your service. How many of them did you ask to give you a testimonial or interview them to understand what they loved about it or if there was anything else they they wanted to to enhance from your work with them or from the service you provided? You know, it's funny because um, last summer I decided, you know, I really want... Some of my clients know how much I appreciate them and I just started to call them and they were so appreciative that actually I was calling to check up on them. So you'll never know um, how much your clients, if you have any clients or people you have helped, how much they'll appreciate you for just authentically reaching out and asking and seeing how, um, how they are doing. So that's the first thing I would say, you know, sometimes we procrastinate with just sharing what I call our boss. And I want to help you in 2023, if you want it to be unrecognizable, then I really want you to be excited about what you're doing, you know, and you may have lost that excitement because you've been doing it for years, or maybe it might be time for you to shift. The other thing uh, about why we sometimes will procrastinate with doing what's needed is because Sometimes there are just some things that don't get us excited. I mean, we would rather do the very thing we love to do and not think about the rest of the business. But let me tell you something: you definitely don't want to serve people all day and sell all day and then not have the other p- systems in place to make sure your business is running. You may hate doing things like thinking about your presentation slides when you're when you're giving a presentation. You may hate thinking about, well, why do I need to have, you know, these uh, my accounting in order if I'm just a small business or if I'm just starting out? I remember there was a time when I was coaching someone in many years ago and, you know, we we kickstarted her beta and we wanted to make sure that she could get to her goal of making her first 1k and she got close to it. I right, she got close to it and I said, "Well, how did you feel?" when you were able to look at what you made and you could see that in your bank account. And she said, what are you talking about? I mean, I just blended that with my regular bills and transactions and I said, oh, but you definitely wanna be able to do something as simple as that because you wanna see the small gains you've had. And over time it will compound and you'll be able to have a stronger analysis of how you've been able to grow in your sales revenue from what you're doing. So she said she had never thought about it before And, you know, I understand that sometimes we don't want to think about these details, but these details are so important for us to move forward. But here's another thing. We also procrastinate because let's just be honest, we're not tech wizards. So if you have felt like, oh, my gosh, you know. The pandemic happened. I knew I could do something online. I thought I would jump on and and be a part of this, uh, you know, online ecosystem. And I got into it. And now I just feel frustrated and flustered or I've got some things going, but I'm not where I'd like to be. That's okay. You know what? It can be truly overwhelming at times when we think about all of the new things that have happened since... (laughs) the early 2000s, since the advent of Facebook, since the, um, since the beginnings of Instagram. And now what we can get lost in is a sea of news feeds and things that don't really relate to what we are presently doing. And because we're not tech wizards, everything can become overwhelming. But I wanna just remind you to get back to your why. Get back to the core of why you started your business and remove that tech overwhelm that you feel. You know, sometimes I know that we think we can do everything. And when you're a solopreneur, there are times I do suggest that you at least get your hand to know how each element of what you're doing works or bring someone in or get an intern. But you will need to figure out how you can uh, circumnavigate around the things you hate to do. Because let's talk about it. The more overwhelmed you feel, even if you wake up with a good attitude and mindset, you're more likely to keep putting these things off. And when you keep putting things off, what ends up happening, especially when we look at the research on persistence, when we keep putting things off, that then internalizes within us. We then have a, um, a unconscious message that we're telling ourselves which is that we just really can't reach that given goal. Or what many people say, oh, Dr. Alana, it's just too difficult. It's too hard. And when it becomes too hard, we distract ourselves by doing what we do well, which is not a bad thing. But you don't want to spend all your time only focusing on what you do well because that means that there are things you are leaving off the table. And so some of the ways we can circumnavigate around the things that we don't like to do, how we can remove some of the overwhelm is to think about our SWOT. Think about our strengths, our weaknesses, and our opportunities. I want you to list your strengths right now and think about what are all the things that you do well, that you just love to do. Now, what are the things you hate to do? And I want you to come up with seven. Now, based upon the things that you list, These are the areas where you may need support. Now, a few spark lessons before I talked about, you know, whatever you complain about, think about how you can find solutions to that. So I would just ask you, you know, at the end of the day, what is the number one thing that you need to grow your business? Would it be that you need a strategy to increase your revenue? Would it be that instead of focusing on four different social media platforms, you just focus on one or two? Would it be that based upon your personality, we need to really think about what is most suitable for you when it comes to a marketing strategy? You see, unless you have really taken time to think about these things, you may feel like a hamster going around in circles. And I really do want you to have an unrecognizable year. I really do want you to look, um, to look and feel excited about what it is that you are doing. And sometimes when we start to wane in our passion or when we start to feel tired, A, yes, I would say take 48 hours and not don't think about the business. Take 48 hours and just have a moment to be with yourself, to play, to run outside, to let the sun touch you <laughs> because sometimes we just need to move away from what we've been staring at in order to have some clarity. The other thing I would just highly recommend is Don't let another month go by without taking an action to sift through some of these things. I mean, could you imagine that if you had the right support that you would be able to make huge gains in your business? I mean, I think about sometimes where I may have I may have elected to be a part of a process and maybe there was just one variable that I needed to let me know I was on the right track. So it was worth it. Then there were other times when I said, oh no, this process is not is not working for me because I don't like being a dot in an online space. I love to be engaged. I want you to look at me and talk to me and ask me a question. And I don't know about you or if you're that way, but don't you like it when someone can look you in the eye or at least listen to you and receive feedback, especially if it's something you've opted into? Well, I think that you have tuned into this podcast for a reason. And I wanna highly, highly recommend that if you truly want to grow in 2023, that you consider to attend my Upgrade My Life and Biz Challenge. Now, every day for one hour, we are going to position ourselves to think about one area that we can kickstart growth in our business. Look, if millions of people are looking for solutions on the internet, why not let yourself be one of those people? If millions of people are looking for solutions, will they find you? And so this challenge is gonna give you that opportunity to wipe the the slate clean, but also I'm literally going to look out. We always make sure that our challenges are intimate. I'm gonna look out, I'm gonna see your name, I'm going to call your name. I'm going to welcome you. And I'm going to let you share your genius with everyone else who's there to upgrade in their personal and professional goals as well. And I will tell you, so many people have responded so well to the challenges because absolutely, they're number number one, they are free. So can you imagine just coming every single day to upgrade your business, not worrying about having to pay anything, just showing up, and letting me deep dive with you. I would love to do that. I would love to learn about what your business is, what you're striving to do in 2023. And I really want you to know that you are not alone. So, so many of you are listening from all around the world. And I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Turning on the Lights Global Institute. And to learn more about what we have to offer, please visit us at O L T-O-L-G-I spark.com. And subscribe to our newsletter. So I want to remind you to think about how 2023 is going to be different. I want to leave you with these words. I don't know about you, but when you look at the news and when we think about all that's going on, it can be so hard to actually believe that great things can still happen. But you can still upgrade your life and money. Look, I know that sometimes it takes emergencies to jump us into action, but why don't you have an emergency with yourself right now? I want you to realize that sometimes we just need a kickstart. And I wanna kickstart you right now. I wanna kickstart you in believing that your future can be brighter. Have you considered that the things that come naturally can also be the service you provide to others? There are thousands of people waiting for you. There are thousands of people who need what you have. And every moment we don't do what's necessary for someone to access us is the same moment we think, oh, maybe this will not work. But more people need to see you. More people need to experience you. More people need to hear you. More people need to share you. So with that said, make sure you take a drastic action. Thank you for tuning in. Dr. Alana DeGrasa here. Have a beautiful day.